0: a brand new episode of virtual coffee. My name is Alexa Collier and on this podcast I have virtual coffee with accomplished and innovative early career professionals and small business owners. Now with me today is one of the founders and owners of LaModa Mask, Diana True. La Mona Mask was started this past July when Diana and her cousin's grandmother was diagnosed with COVID. They sell fashionable mask connectors that also serve as sunglasses and eyeglass chains, and I'm excited to dive into their business journey. Now, before we get into the episode, I would really appreciate if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee on the Apple Podcasts app. It takes about five seconds to send in a star rating. You can also follow along with us on Instagram and Facebook. It's at Virtual Coffee Podcast. As always, thank you so much for your support and happy listening. Now let's dive into Diana's journey. Welcome, Diana. Thank you so much for chatting with me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> of course. Yeah, I know. This will be a really fun conversation. And to kick things off, we'd just like to hear a little bit about yourself. I know we were chatting a little bit before we hit record, but it sounds like you're up to many things and I'd love to hear all of them.
1: Hi, Anna. I'm 26 years old. I'm from Augusta, Georgia. High school, you know, I never really tried in school. Like I'm a big believer that like grades don't really matter. It's more of like I guess, like how you surround yourself and your work ethic. So like we can skip over the high school years. I went to Clemson for college. And I think like my junior to senior year of college is when I really got interested in business and being creative. I always have like these crazy ideas. I've tried and failed starting like companies. I came up with a business idea and pitched it and like won a trip to Silicon Valley where we got to like tour all these really cool companies and I think that along with like other things sparked my interest for business and eventually I found myself pursuing marketing more of like the creative side and I think now I would be considered like I don't have a job title but like I think I'd be considered like a creative director of marketing type role in my current job in my side hustle and like in my freelance work A lot of marketing, styling. I like the psychology behind marketing, knowing why people buy things, why people pay attention to, you know, this video on TikTok. So yeah, I like knowing what triggers people's brains into like being interested in something. I think that overall is what I like to study and pay attention to. And when I was twenty years old, yeah, so two thousand seventeen, I opened a boutique online and in the front of my mom's office. And it was just a pop-up. I can't really commit to anything. And so I (laughs) called it a pop-up. And so I started an online boutique. It was called Lamoda Moda Pop-Up. And it actually did well. I mean, I ended up profiting. It was in North Augusta, South Carolina. And profiting is, you know, hard to do. So that was good. I really enjoyed it. I did everything from, like, taxes to, like, photo shoots and buying. And that was fun. And I really learned a lot. I would count it more as like learning lesson than a business venture. That's also when I learned that I did not really want to work for myself. So then I got engaged to my boyfriend at the time. And we moved to Charleston for his job. So I closed the boutique. And I was trying to keep it afloat, you know, online, which was okay. But I also started doing freelance social media marketing, email marketing for all kinds of different clients and, and like literally a trucking company. Wow. A t-shirt company, real estate, pretty much everything. So that's what I did for a while. And then I was like, I'm kind of over this. I really liked it. I like the freedom. I'm a hard worker and I'm driven, but I can sometimes find myself 10 episodes deep in the real housewives of New York city <laughs> and like be like, Oh shoot, it's Monday. Like, I just, like, wasted a whole day and didn't do anything to, like, you know, help myself. I just, Mm -hmm. like, watched reality TV. So I tried to find a job, and I applied to Gwyn's, which is a department store in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. It's a luxury department store. And I actually applied as an intern. Gwyn's is a pretty big deal, like, in the South. It's a, like, family-owned and operated luxury department store. Great reputation, amazing brands and clothes and everything. And so I interned for two weeks then got hired full-time marketing. They let go of their marketing company, and I was the first full-time marketing employee. And I still work at Gwen's. I do, I guess, everything that has to do with marketing, I do. From, like, photo shoots wow. to, like, you know, I guess, like, creative direction. Um, so I do that. That's fun. It's also like very trying and like hard at times too. So whenever I, I guess it was like September. No, it was July of this year, 2020. I found out my grandma had COVID, and it was bad. So I didn't, I couldn't go see her. She went, got taken to the hospital. I just wanted to come home, and be with my family. And my grandma and grandpa lived two streets away from us, and she was the main caretaker of my grandpa. So I came home and I started helping them take care of him. Then he got COVID. So I was exposed. So I couldn't go back to work. My whole family was exposed. So we were all quarantined together, which was actually, I mean, that was actually pretty fun, like being with like a lot of my family, like my (laughs) aunt and cousin stayed with us and we were just back and forth to his house and our house and didn't really go anywhere else. (laughs) So me and my cousin were like, let's start a mass chain company. And just TikTok about it. Because I was like, I think I can get something to go viral. Because, like, well, I have a TikTok following on my own, too. And I've been viral. And I'm like, I I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to say I'm, like, a marketing genius or anything. I just, like, (laughs) know what, I just know, like, what people are going to watch. Most of the time. It's Mm -hmm. getting harder with TikTok. But I was like, we're going to start a mass company. And we're going to buy, like, some supplies at Hobby Lobby or Michaels or Walmart or something. And we're gonna lie and we're gonna be like, we just sold out. We started a company in quarantine and we sold out and we are getting more supplies. Thank you so much. We just restocked Lincoln Bio to buy it. And we basically put out one TikTok on a business account, which I regret not doing it on my personal because we quickly got like, Seven thousand followers so i'm like dang i should have put it on my yeah. <laughs> so I got more followers but that's okay it's good to have a separate social media too which i believed from the start so i'm glad i stuck with that but it went viral we got like four or five hundred thousand views wow and we like started selling a lot of mass chains that we put on etsy and it was crazy because they all were using the code tiktok so we knew exactly directly where the traffic was coming from And then we were like, we don't have any supplies. So then that's like when the hard work started. I was like, oh, shoot. I got to find like a real supplier. Like I can't go to Hobby Lobby. This is a waste of money. We were hopping on Amazon, finding supplies and then finding actual supplier to Amazon. We did that. A lot of research. I was on the phone with China at like three in the morning a couple of times. We got supplies in the U.S., at first which is still a lot of it is still in the US. It's all handmade by us in the US, but some of the supplies is from overseas. So, buy a bunch of supplies in the US first wasting a lot of money that way and we just start selling and like we got a lot of stuff on Amazon that like just like chain and then we put it together because it was like timely. We needed it in like a day. Right. So, we basically started it using Amazon and then now we have different our different suppliers and sources but all based on a fake it till you make it which is my (laughs) life motto strategy and that was really cool and it was fun and it like added a little bit of you know fun to our quarantine and then we would have like an order an order it would like ding like every minute and then we're just making mass chains straight up from our house from like one tiktok I don't know
0: that is so interesting to me I feel like my brain is so like let's plan everything out before we launch, you know, which I know at some point you do just have to do it and launch it. And I love this approach of like, let's just say we have a company and see what happens. And it worked out.
1: Yeah, I'm a big planner too. And so this was just like something I did for fun. And then it was like, it worked out. And it hasn't been, you know, all sunshine and roses. It was amazing for the first month. And then sales tanked. Mm -hmm. and we're like okay well what do we do like we need a new strategy like let's try influencer marketing let's try this and that so yeah it's crazy and one good thing like I think the most like stable thing that came out of it was boutiques reaching out from seeing our TikTok and we were one of the first companies to make mass chains and so the boutiques were reaching out and wanted to place wholesale orders so then that was like a whole nother learning curve and luckily I work in a department store. So I'm familiar with line sheets and wholesale pricing. We had to raise our price a little bit. But from the beginning, we kind of charged as if we were going to wholesale at some point. So then I was like, oh, uh, yeah, of course we wholesale. And then I would like go and like make a line sheet in Canva really quick and send it. And now we're in like 12 or 13 stores across the US. Wow. So That's been exciting and it's good to have those wholesale customers because Mm -hmm. even when sales are down, personally, like on our Etsy or our online store, which is what we're focusing on now, we still have those wholesalers placing orders, thank God.
0: Yeah, definitely. And so are you and your cousin still hand making them right now? Like what's the process now? We still are. Wow.
1: I should not be, but (laughs) it's like such a stress reliever for me. I'm always in front of a screen because I do marketing and social media. Like, that's my life. And so it's nice to literally just get the supplies out, put it on a table, and put my phone, like, in the other room or, like, across the room and just, like, make them. Cousin was making them all at first, and we had to go our separate ways. She went to, back to college. She's 21. Okay. And I went back to my hometown and my job, and, and she also has, like, two internships and babysits, so... We both have supplies on us at all times, which is nice because if one of us aren't there, but that's another thing we're trying to navigate still. But I, at this very moment, I'm making most of them because a lot of our wholesalers are in Charleston and I'm always ordering new supplies from new suppliers to test quality. But tomorrow's Thanksgiving and I will see my cousin and we will probably come up with a new plan. Eventually we would want it all to be outsourced, but I think the handmade by two cousins in South Carolina is kind of like a cool thing too. And I, it really is a stress reliever for me.
0: Yeah, I can see that being that type of activity. And yeah, I mean, as long as you both can keep up with the demand right then you're fine to hand make them but yeah I could see that eventually you wanting to have that you know some someone else do that for you
1: (laughs) yeah because we did have an order for 150 last week and I just I did all of them and it took a long time yeah it wasn't great (laughs) and there's better things I could do with my time so I know that I should not be doing that but right like I should be like diving into Facebook ads or doing influencer outreach or creating TikToks. Like I literally just wish I had time. Time is like so valuable and I, I don't, I'm like very pressed for time, but being home this week is good because I can like kind of refocus and I'm still doing my full-time job remotely, but it's nice to be able to take little breaks and do like my masking company, like making TikToks or something. Cause pretty much every time we post one, we get at least one sale. So it's like I should be posting yeah.
0: every day. Yeah, I can imagine that being really hard to balance. And especially since you do have your full-time job, how has that been like, you know, kind of balancing this side hustle with that full-time job? I know, you know, it can be very fun to pursue a side hustle, but I could also imagine at times like you have an order for 150, like where do you find the time for that? How how has that balance been?
1: I don't do anything on the weekends usually, so mm-hmm. Like now I used to, you know, go and go to brunch and day drink and like hang out with friends on Saturdays. But like that Saturday, my husband went to play golf and to breweries and all the fun stuff and I just stayed home. So it's saying no to the fun things a lot of times, mm-hmm. but I think in the end it'll be worth it. No, definitely. And do you see yourself
0: continuing to pursue La mode mask? Or do you see, you know, other side hustles popping up? Like it seemed you say you have so many of these like creative ideas and kind of going from one side hustle to another, like kind of where do you see your future?
1: I think masks might go away, which is also we brand our mask chains as necklaces and eye sunglasses connectors too. And by the way, each mask chain now comes with sunglasses connectors and okay mask you can wear them three ways I would like honestly to blow it up and have like my own brand which mm-hmm. would be ideal but I also know the stress that comes from owning your own company so I don't know I would like to keep it as like a side hustle but I know there's going to come a point where I have to decide which route am I going to go am I going to go right. all in 100% or am I gonna, you know, do this on the side and keep my full-time job, which I love my full-time job. So I see myself there too. So maybe I can do both. I think I can do both if I'm very strategic at putting the right people in place that I need to make the chains. I had an intern for like a week who was a complete flop. I was like so excited to give her all this stuff and she didn't work out. She couldn't commit. And so if I could find... A good intern that's like college age, I think it would be very valuable for them and myself. So if anyone listening wants an internship, I have it all laid out. Um, I know what I'm supposed to do. I have a plan. Mm-hmm. It's just doing it. So I don't know. I would love to have my own brand, but it is stressful. But we'll cross that road when we get there for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I really like your mindset because it you are very focused on, you know, your full-time job right now and and the path you're on currently, but you also know you're gonna to have to make a decision like that in the future of what path you want to take and you want to eventually hire more people etc but you're also very much in the moment too which I'm liking your mindset because it seems although I'm sure and I know running your own business is very overwhelming but it seems you're kind of just taking it day by day while also having those future plans you know what I mean It's it's kind of that realistic dreamer mindset which I really like
1: yeah, I kind of have to because I have failed at things before, so I try to be realistic and I'm very open with my communication too. So like in general, so like with everyone, but like at my full-time job if somebody starts talking to me about my match chains, I like immediately change the subject. I think that's a good quality to have too. And I think that so many people have side hustles, especially I feel like 2020 is the year to have a side hustle. Right. Some yep. People still have jobs. <laughs> And I can guarantee you that probably 75% of those people are at their full-time job getting paid by someone else working on their side hustle. And that's not who I want to be. So I very much keep them separate. It's not right. And I see that too. Like I see people doing that and it bothers me. So I don't ever want to be that person. Yeah. I think that's, a great piece of advice also for folks
0: starting up, you know, their side hustle and you're totally right. 2020 is definitely the year and the amount of small businesses, podcasts, et cetera, that have popped up is, is crazy. Do you have any other advice on the top of your mind, whether it's perhaps marketing advice and tips and tricks, or even how to balance this full-time job that's very demanding with your side hustle? You know, one piece of advice being keep them separate and keep your time with them separate. Anything else that comes to mind?
1: Yeah, keep them separate. There's a lot of time in the day. So I truly think you can have a successful side business or project if you just plan your timing well. Like if you wake up early and work for two hours before you go to your full-time job and then go home and work for an hour, work on the weekends, then you can almost equal a 40-hour work week just from doing those things. I mean, people are out there with 2 full time jobs, just trying to feed their family. So I think it's ridiculous to say you don't have time for a full time job and a side project, you have to find your time. I guess another piece of advice marketing wise is always be on top of the trends. Every small and big business and person that wants followers, which is a lot of people like I want followers personally too. be on TikTok, you have to be TikToking. That is like the best way to grow followers organically right now. Like Instagram is good. And I think Instagram Reels are a way to grow. But TikTok's where it's at. And uh, yesterday, Snapchat released their version of TikTok. Mm. That's a new way to go viral. And marketing is business. Business is marketing. Like definitely stay on top of the marketing trends. And it's pretty hard to miss them in 2020. Listen to the podcasts and subscribe to different newsletters. But the news is out there. Gotta catch it.
0: What I love about that platform is anyone can go viral. Like it's not the Instagram algorithm or, you know, any of those wonky algorithms, like really anyone can go viral. Have you found that it's really disrupted like the marketing scene?
1: A 100% because I started a boutique three years ago and there was no TikTok. And I think if there was a TikTok, I'd still be in business. Because I would be doing it every single day. Like, if I had time to do my mass chain TikToks every day, like, I know I would have made so many more sales. Like, and I can't even really think about it. Because, like, it makes me sick. Because, <laughs> like, when I was just home, like, literally TikToking all day, it was amazing. And I was, like, mm-hmm. getting all these sales. And I'm going to get back to that. That's part of my plan, getting back on TikTok. But, yeah, for sure. And all the other social media platforms are trying to copy them. Yeah. And I say... Go on all of those as well and put your content everywhere. Pinterest, I don't know, the Facebook business page, I guess. I mean, I don't know about Facebook anymore. But Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, Instagram Reels, Snapchat, even Reddit, even LinkedIn, like the more you put your content out there, the more people are going to see it. So
0: Right. I right. totally agree with that. I know TikTok, again, I know I've say, said this already, but it's just such the place to be. Do you have advice for – I'm asking this question very selfishly. I'd like to promote my podcast on TikTok, but what's your advice for folks who – don't have like that product to show or I don't necessarily want to promote go follow me Alexa but I don't know what are your thoughts on that when you don't have like that product to show in a video any thoughts um, on that
1: I think branding yourself is the smartest thing you can do just putting yourself out there I have over 200,000 followers on my wow. personal TikTok and I'm not a product I'm just a person I am fortunate I work in a department store with really nice clothes so I would like dress up like a Disney princess and be like what you <laughs> would wear in 2020 or the yeah. you know, and those will go viral. And I put a lot of just random stuff on there. And sometimes it takes off. Sometimes it doesn't. So just yourself out there. I think keeping your videos like under 20 seconds is a good idea. People's okay. attention spans are not what they used to be, and the younger generation makes up most of TikToks audience although just not everyone's on there now like there's famous grandmas definitely don't sleep on tiktok yeah if i were you and you have time i'd post like 10 times a day but be reasonable you know if you can post twice a day then do it and maybe that's like what a day in the life of a podcaster is you could do a giveaway
0: mm-hmm Yeah, content creation is, I have such a newfound respect for that and and marketing and like social media marketing. It is, it takes a lot of time. You know, I also have my full-time job as well. So, I mean, that's always going to be my priority. But yeah, just, oh, it takes so much time. And I'm not even selling anything. You know, I don't even have to worry about profits. I'm just doing this podcast for fun and chatting with folks. You know, by the time you record, edit the episode, and now I need to create this, it's just, whew takes a long time I have a newfound respect for content creators
1: yeah and I feel like podcasts especially like I used to edit my friend that I have with edited most of them but I would edit some and like dang and then you have to listen to it and I don't listen <laughs> to my voice anymore so yeah I mean podcasts are legit I kind of want to get back into it at some point mm. um and that's where it's at too and then another I guess marketing tip would be have an email list. I think emails are probably the most important thing you can have because you own your email list. If TikTok were to get banned, at least I have emails from my TikTok customers that purchased on an email list that I can send out an email blast to. And you own that. I wouldn't go all in on one specific app because it could disappear tomorrow. And I don't think Spotify or Apple are going anywhere, but I do think you know, in the future if you can spend more time on your podcast, like if you hosted it on your website, that could be cool. You know, having a loyal following is important in order to do those things. Facebook group. I'm in a lot of Facebook groups from different podcasts. I guess that's my advice to you, but I Yeah. Do. No, that's helpful.
0: What like what's the difference of I know the logistical like social media difference between a Facebook group and a page, but what's like the marketing difference there?
1: Facebook groups are just much more personal. Okay. I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook just in general. But when I do, I'm looking at posts that are in groups. That's mainly what shows up on my newsfeed too. So I do think that Facebook prioritizes the groups that you're in over the friends you have, like in their posts and especially businesses posting, like no one sees it. So I think Facebook groups can be very valuable and it creates a community. And everyone wants mm-hmm. a community, especially in 2020. Like, I think that Facebook groups are, pro- I don't know for sure, but I'm sure they're thriving more than ever because people are at home and they're alone. And I feel like it's kind of like, like virtual friendships and it's just like community and everyone's talking to each other.
0: It's very, yeah. it's a weird concept. That is interesting. Yeah. And that's true. Cause I guess you can't post to a Facebook page, right? Unless you're the owner. I never thought about that.
1: Yeah. Unless you own the page.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. That's awesome marketing advice, though. Yeah, I I feel like there's always something you can do with marketing and content creation and social media, like it never stops. So it's just keep pushing through and try new things and see what happens.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: My last big question here for you, Diana, and I always like to end my episodes with this is in this moment right now, what is your proudest accomplishment? What is the first thing that comes to
1: mind? I feel like I was thinking about that the other day. I mean, I think Literally going viral on TikTok and making money. So I'm selling a product. I I think I'm good with connecting with people and connecting people in general. I also love fashion and styling and creative direction and planning things, planning out content. And a few weeks ago, I planned and styled a photo shoot for the director of Outer Banks. Oh, wow. uh, So that was like a really cool like pinch me moment.
0: That is very, very cool. Yeah, congratulations on that. It's amazing. Thanks.
1: That was amazing.
0: Very cool. Well, That's thank you so much, Diana, for chatting with me. And also, of course, would love to hear your social media shout outs, love, where can people can find LaModa Mask, etc. Shout them all out.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. So you can follow, you know, your personal brand is the most important. So you can follow me, Diana True, on Instagram and TikTok. And then you can follow LaModa Mask at LaModa Mask on instagram and tiktok and i'm gonna make a coupon code for 15 percent off for lamona mask on lamonamask.com and that'll just be virtual coffee podcast
0: awesome yeah that works thank you so much
1: okay yeah
0: excellent well thank you so much diana for chatting with me and i, I hope everyone checks out diana's social media pages as well as lamona mask
1: yes thank you so much i'm honored this was awesome fun.